It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night. This is the only Survivor podcast. If you've heard of another one, delete it from your account. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend Thomas Powell if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how's it going today? Yeah, this is not an area where you're looking for other Survivor podcasts. Don't do it. You know, if you're looking for that, then maybe just leave. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good call. I, anyway, I want to thank the listeners. Um, again, mm-hmm. I refuse to call you fans unless you give us money, but I would like yeah. to thank the listeners. Uh, and uh, I would also like to thank the uh, Michigan Wolverines once again for oh, yeah. winning the Big Ten Championship. Boo, do, 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 do. Oh, they yeah, won the whole gonna, championship. If, if you want to hear me sing Hail to the Victors, just listen to the last episode again. So are they the BCS champion or the Universal champion now? Uh, they're the Intercontinental champs. Oh, um, okay. Well, yeah. Well, they, defi- they honestly, off, whatever. you know what, Jake? I think they are the WWE champs because uh, uh, Big E came out at the oh. before because Big E went to Iowa. So yeah. before the uh, before the game, him and Charles Woodson, you know, the famous Heisman Trophy winner for Michigan, uh, mm-hmm. waved flags at each other, which Ooh. was very. It's a lot of fun. That's really intense. And, Talk about yeah. a flag match. Yeah, and uh, yeah, because Michigan won, they they are now in sole possession of the WWE Championship. Well, it's about time somebody takes it off of Biggie. He didn't even technically win it because he won it with the money in the bank, which doesn't even really count. Yeah, they took the strap from him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, congrats to the boys in blue. That's what we call them, thin blue line. Oh, is that what they yeah. call their offensive line? <laughs> yeah, Scott Steiner is triumphant today, not, not Biggie. Hmm. Did he go to... University of Michigan? Yes, him and his brother were both uh, wrestled collegiately for the University of Michigan. Well, good for them. I'm proud of all of the footballers and Iowa and Michigan just for, like, playing. I, they seem to love the sport, and I'm happy for them. You know yeah, what game they... I love, Thomas? What's what's that, Jake? The game of Survivor. Did you watch Survivor 41 last night? I'm going to the party like my name was El Nino. Jake, I did. And uh, I got to tell you, it's been uh, it's been it's been, a, it's been a week. Yeah, it's been a week. That's uh, that is that is not our bit. We're not allowed to do that. Uh, <laughs> the uh, it's uh, it's been a week of highs for me. You know, mm-hmm. I just stay winning. That's all I know how to do is fucking win. Okay, and, DJ Khaled. Uh, yeah, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because DJ Khaled gave a uh, warm or like a uh, an inspirational speech, which is just him saying all of the DJ Khaled stuff to the Michigan Wolverines before they beat Ohio State. So don't he was go very down much on your wife like a real man. <laughs> yeah, he was. He ate one hot wing and was like, "I can't do anymore," and then he left. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we the we the best. Um, yeah. All I do is win. Uh, yeah, that's I. That's all I gotta say. You know, after after the outcomes of the uh, the Big Ten championship and this week of Survivor, I just feel like I'm never gonna lose. Well, I hope uh, that is uh, foreshadowing for your eventual downfall, uh, because this week's episode was called "Do or Die." What do you think of that episode title? Pretty good. Uh, I choose do. I choose do as well. So, someone does. Someone dies. I do. Right. Yeah. Like Jeff Probst said to his wife when they got married. And then she said it back to him, and then they were married. You know how marriage works, right? Is he still married? I don't know. Probably. Okay. I couldn't I remember he, if he was married or divorced. Uh, I think both. 
Not to the same person, of course. But maybe. Does that happen ever? It's like, uh, what's that that president who like took four years off? Chester Garfield? Uh, Chester Garfield is not his yeah. name. Uh, yeah, Garfield. President Garfield. Uh, he, uh, he was sick of having... He tried to outlaw Mondays as president. Yeah. Yeah. And make lasagna the national food and uh, declared war against Odie. Uh, and and then people didn't vote for him, but then they missed him and he came back. Yeah. The uh, the You're thinking of you're thinking of Grover Cleveland, by the way. Grover Cleveland took four years off? Yeah. The Sin okay. yeah. From the Sin City. That's it's named after him. <laughs> the Sin City of Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> yep. Um, I think LeBron James, world's greatest criminal for creating Space Jam 2. <laughs> yeah, uh, LeChoke, LeFraud, uh, LeChina, you yeah. know. Less scared of Isaiah Stewart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about um, some athletes, and that's Deshaun and Danny for playing the game of Survivor. I don't know, man. I'm just trying to get the transitions in, you know? We've, if we yeah. talk too much about sports, people are like, I'm not paying for the Patreon. Don't do this. Yeah. Uh, so we. Ca- Why are you giving me this $40,000 value for free? Yeah. It doesn't seem fair to me as a capitalist. <laughs> uh, Danny and Deshaun apologized to Liana and then blame Ricard, which is fair. Uh, it, it was Ricard's plan. Also, don't apologize to Liana. Liana is the one that caused this. Yeah. She fucking ratted you out to Shan. You don't owe her an apology. Yeah. Um, I. This was a very sad episode for me. That's all I'll say. Xander feels like he's in a good place. Um, it it does feel mighty racist, though, that all of the non-black people are working together to get out all of the black people now. You know what I mean? I'm just realizing that now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but at the same time, like, if you have an all-black alliance, mm. everybody that's not in the all-black alliance is going to be not black. So, sure. I don't know. I think maybe I, I, I see what you're saying, but I think that that is more a symptom of the all-black alliance than anything else. Okay. Well, let's talk about this. Deshaun was called a snake. Do you think... That's appropriate. And also, do you think we should start calling him DeSnake? And no, the answer was no. I just said it out loud yeah, and no, it's bad, actually. I'm going to say, number one, I do not think we should be calling him DeSnake. Number two, no, I do not think he is a snake because he <laughs> tried to include all of them to get Ricard out. And Liana broke and ratted them out to Shan. And their whole plan was broken up. So they pivoted to take Shan out. I don't. I don't think it's any more snake-like behavior than anything that Shan or Liana have done. I think the idea that they have played this, like, totally honest, uh, you know, uh, honorable game is bullshit. And I think I think that Deshaun did not handle the post-tribal well, because I don't think that he needed to make excuses to anyone. Yeah. I completely understand. And I think I think the the I think the biggest mistake and I understand why he's conflicted, but I think the the biggest mistake that he made was feeling that he had to justify himself for making that move because 
it wasn't like there was a set thing they were going to do that they moved on. Like he had that alliance had already fractured. Yeah. Yeah, as all alliances do. I it would have been nice to see them all make it to the end, but this is the game of Survivor, and we know that's not possible. What is the Survivor Borneo? The very first season, drop the four, keep the one. Except this time, it's actually forty-one. So alliances break. That's the point I'm trying to make. And how about that for a rhyme? You might say I'm a poet, and I didn't even know it. Yeah, I'm gonna give you a B plus on that rhyme. Uh, did you say D or B? Uh, B. Oh hell yeah, nice. That's ba- basically yeah. A. <laughs> Yeah, you're pretty close. My to parents a. aren't going to be mad at me for a B plus. No, yeah, nobody can be nobody can be that excited about it, but no one can be mad at you. Yeah. That's for sure. You know what they say? B pluses get degrees. That's right. Okay. Uh, Ricard tells Deshaun that he is acting paranoid and that his best move would just be to chill. Honestly, I feel like this was good advice from. It Ricard. was terrific advice. <laughs> Regard is doing a very good job in this game. He is. He's absolutely right. And honestly, considering that him and Deshaun are not aligned, really, he didn't even have to say it to him. Yeah. He's just a good dude. Um, I could definitely see Ricard winning this whole thing. I think if he gets to the final three, he will win, which is why it should be paramount for anyone who wants to beat him to not allow him to get into the final three. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Uh, Can you say it again, but... Say Paramount Plus, because they are actually sponsoring it's, us now. Yeah, it's Paramount Plus that they get him out if they want to win. Thank you. And not not the no com- or not the some commercials plan. It's no commercials plan, Paramount Plus. Yeah. Uh, I I prefer commercials because sometimes I do have to pee in the middle of a TV show. Small bladder, you know. So Deshaun tells Liana that he will not write her name down. You know, we'll see about that. Right? He... Well, he didn't, so... Yeah, but what if, you know? Just saying. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> no. I fully expect... Because it's been so many times that they've been like, with him and Evie, like, I'll never write your name down. And they say back to Deshaun, I'll never write your name down. And then they both voted for each yeah, other. Yeah, they both do. And like, just like, no. so often that happens, so... I mean, I think he may have done it eventually, but he didn't really... He was only presented one chance, and it was one where he was trying to get someone else out, yeah. so... Liana wants to get revenge on Deshaun for taking out Shan... That definitely felt like, I get the emotion was raw for Liana, but it's like, no, you aren't. <laughs> no, you're not going to get him out. What do you, like, that is not, maybe later, but that's definitely not in play right now. I was really hoping that Liana would, you know, be the champion of Survivor 41. Uh, and, like, had, would have this great story, but she ended up just being Shan's lackey, sort of. Uh, yeah, she, she had like, no game, game of her own. Herself. That's really sad to see. Yeah, I think she had a lot of potential, but she made a bunch of errors, and even if she had stuck around, she would not have won if she made it to final three with anyone. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, Danny is remembering his father, who died 25 years ago in a car accident, says he wants to make him proud. This was a great scene. This was terrific. I I said to you uh, before we started recording, but uh, Danny is who I am personally rooting for to win. I've liked him the whole season. I think he seems like a really good guy. Uh, I've liked the way that he's played, and I thought that the s- stuff with his father, one, is was genuinely moving, and two, uh, I think, has the potential, if he gets to a final three, to win him 
a lot of jury votes. So absolutely, I could I could definitely see that happening. Uh, we then get into the immunity challenge. They have to balance a ball on a wooden cylinder um, that's in various pieces. I really like this challenge. I think it, it's fun. It's really it's 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 good. I like this challenge. Do you like this challenge? I did too. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was good. Here's the thing, though. There's a twist. You know Jeff Probst loves his twists. Uh, first person must participate in the first ever, and let's be honest, probably last ever, do or die challenge at Tribal. Dun, dun, dun. That's, that's it. That, um, someone, someone does and someone dies. <laughs> yep. Uh, so they all either get to play or not play, depending on the rock they pick out. Heather and Liana sit out. Deshaun is the first person out of the challenge. And Danny wins, because Danny did the one where he had his wrists up. This was crazy, was like how strategy. long. I, I really, they did a good job of faking me out a hundred times in editing, because I was like, Danny's going to drop, they're not showing him, Danny's going to drop. Mm. And uh, it was the finish was pretty incredible, where uh, Xander and Ricard dropped at the same time. Yeah, I wonder, I feel like Xander must have gotten distracted when Deshaun went out, and that's what made him drop. It's like, what's the likelihood that it just happens at the exact same time? Uh, but no, I was happy that uh, Danny won, too. I, I'm, I'm liking Danny. I would not be upset Very if he emotional won. moment for him. Uh, you know, he he uh, cried for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it was, we all did. It was, uh, it was very moving. I, I thought it was really nice. It's nice to see someone sort of come to terms with the, the death of a parent and sort of uh, allow themselves to, to move on. That was It was really nice. Yeah, yeah. Usually those scenes are so cheesy and, like, ham-fisted, you know, but this felt... Yeah, this was not forced. This was very genuine, you know? It wasn't production being like, all right, because it does seem like this season they've been like, all right, we're going to do... What's a thing that you can do that we can play, like, sappy music over (laughs) and uh, talk about? You know, it's it's like this was one where, like, it regardless of them trying to do that or not this season, I think we would have gotten this. Yeah. Because it's, you know... It's very real. Uh, yeah. And that's why it seems like he's winning, because everything with him just feels really genuine. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I do think he is a real threat if he gets to the final three, because I don't think anybody... I mean, even... It's funny, because you know him and Deshaun have been playing together the whole time, but Deshaun... I, I don't think that Danny has only been along for the ride. I think that they've both had a lot of agency in the moves that they've made. And, but like Deshaun has soaked up all of the negative attention for those. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody really resents Danny. I don't think so either. It doesn't seem that way. Uh, Deshaun says that he's content with the do or die challenge. I mean, yeah, I, I would be too. I mean, I think there was a good chance he was going to get voted out, so this gave him a much better chance to stay alive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and to flip the game. Da- yeah, they, they, he talks to Danny about it at one point, and is like, this worked out perfectly. When you really think about it, we are both going to be immune after this, <laughs> if it goes right. Uh, Danny talks to Xander about taking out Ricard. Oh, great plan. You should definitely do that. Uh, I like Xander, and I do not understand almost any strategic move that he makes. <laughs> like he's just not a good strategic player at all. He's, he seems like a cool guy to hang out with. Like I like him. 
I think that he's been good in challenges. He's been good at, you know, taking advantages that are available to him. Well, except but, for that one time he missed that one when he sat yeah, out. But, but. Okay. What is he doing? <laughs> like, week to week, I'm like, what is Xander doing? He's just, you know, he's just flowing, you know? going. He's playing with two people who will trounce him if he gets to the final three. Like, Erica and especially Ricard will destroy him. And he's like, yeah, there's no urgency to get Ricard out. <laughs> I, I, I get that he thinks... The thing with him is, like, I get that he thinks that he's the next person up if Ricard goes out, but it's like, not necessarily. Yeah, there's. If you take control of your own game, there's no guarantee for that. And people are going to be afraid of the the fact that you have an idol, so they'll probably focus on other people at least for a couple weeks. So as has happened the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't understand what he's doing. I don't either. I I'm just happy he's still around. You know, that's my son. That's my boy. That's true. Erica is also wanting to target Ricard. Ricard is feeling secure, though, with Erica, Heather, and Xander, which means Erica becomes the swing vote. You love to see it. Erica Costner, we should probably call her. Yeah, well, I love to I love to see someone uh, completely fucking blow it and not do the thing that they should do because they're too scared. Look, Survivor's a long game, even when it is only 26 days. Uh, so, you know, you have to course correct constantly. That's the whole thing. And Erica's really good at that, actually. So This worked out about as badly as it could for Erica because... Not only did she not pull the trigger to try to take Ricard out, but also Ricard knows that she was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So it's about as bad as it can be. And also your number one ally fucking ratted you out to him. Heather? Oh, wait, no, it was, uh, it was Xander that did that. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Xander's no one's number one ally. Xander is Xander's number one ally. Yeah, Xander, is, like Xander is playing with Xander. That's yeah. it. And that's the way it's a, it's a solo's game. A solo's game. What am I trying to say? It's a single person's game? That's not right. That's X on the beach. That's right. Everyone's single and ready to mingle. <laughs> Survivor 42. Hotties. Aren't you... Yeah, Jake, you need to get... Uh, Xander needs to get voted out so that him and Liana, uh, you can ship them on Ponderosa. Oh, They're my God. Again. Yeah, can we talk about that scene? Uh, oh, my God. So, you, you, if you're listening to this, you've probably seen the scene because you're in the Survivor universe and you want to suck up all the survivor content and unfortunately this is the only podcast so you've got to watch all the secret scenes so the secret scenes that's what they call deleted scenes thomas uh they release them on the youtube and i i was looking at their stats you know not their stats i was like looking at their page and all of the secret scenes have between like two and five thousand views you know not a ton but not an insignificant amount the one of Xander and Liana crushing each other has like 42,000 views. <laughs> They're crushing each other. <laughs> I'm so here for it. Um, I would. I thought it was fucked up when Liana drove a steamroller over, uh, over Xander and then threw him into one of those car crusher cube things. Okay, well, I'm not here to kink shame anyone, but apparently yeah, Thomas isn't there with me. Sometimes you gotta pay good money for that kind of treatment. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about these wildlife shots. There was a heron. We've already talked about the heron a million times. We don't old to, news. Old news, old bird. Who gives a shit? If there's a snake. Oh, snakes. There's snakes on the island. Of course. Snakes are everywhere. Look out. 
We also got some flies, which I actually appreciated because it was something different, you know? We don't often get the bugs anymore. I think they're, they're reduced to that. They're like, well, we've got no other animals. Let's just show a fly. Yeah, well, it's a lot of flies, actually. There's a lot of flies, like, eating something. You know, because... Whatever, we don't need... Yeah. You flies know, you are not the focus of this week, okay? Yeah, that's not... We're not talking about flies. There's also the black tip reef shark, which we've talked about, I'm sure, in the past. Uh, and also a bird, uh, I believe, would we could call the white-necked petrel. Uh, you know about this bird? You hear about this? I have not heard of this bird before. Well, it's a large white bird that can be found throughout the Pacific Ocean. It's 17 inches long. Waiting for for big dick chug. <laughs> How's that spelled? How's the what's the spelling of that bird? W h i t. No, like not that part. N e c k e d space p. That's not t r e l. Oh, petrel. Okay, because I was gonna make a joke about how it's called uh, the the white necked gasoline in mm. the United States. Yeah, that'd, that'd be really funny. You Versus the white necked Thomas, white necked petrel. To be honest, you know you hear about you hear about this. They call it petrel over uh, in the UK. Oh, do they? Yeah, that's really funny. That's a really funny joke. The white necked gasoline. That's that's hilarious. White necked gasoline. Where where are we getting our gasoline? The uh, <laughs> what the fuck? The gas. The gas company that has the the hoses could, are white instead I of could, black i could hear your brain turn off <laughs> mid-sentence <laughs> my brain was like oh shell you know but that's only because i see a shell station pretty regularly lights were off and then i was Nobody like I was think shell there. though has black hoses too which one has white and then i couldn't think of one other gas station <laughs> Uh, 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 name any gas station. Um, Circle K, White Neck Circle K gasoline. There you go. We got there. Pretty good joke. This is what we call joke writing. Um, this is like what it's like in a writer's room in Hollywood. <sighs> anyway, that's that's wildlife shots. It's 17 inches long with a wingspan of 41 inches. It's pretty good. It has a black cap, white rear neck, dark gray back, wings, and tail, and a darker rump. The underparts are white dark bases on the primary feathers. They are solitary birds on the sea. They have a very graceful flight, rarely beating their wings. And, interesting that you asked me how it's spelled, Thomas, and you're like, oh, I don't need to know how to spell white-necked. I've, I've 30 years of being white-necked. That's you. Uh, it's actually... That's right, I have had 30 years of being white-necked. That's a great point. The white-necked petrel... Is very Jake, I'm sorry, I have breaking news. I, I have, sorry to interrupt this segment. The Detroit Lions have won their first game of the season. Congrats to uh, them. They threw a touchdown at the end of regulation, and uh, they are now 1-10-1. and uh, That's fantastic. We love a palindrome. Don't get specific on me, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, we, we, do, we do love that. Uh, that's cool uh, and perfect timing because we are in wildlife shots, and lions are wildlife. If... Okay, here's a question for you, Thomas, Mr. Football Fan. If all of the football teams were actually just teams, still like the 13 people on the on each team on the field at one time, but they were all their mascots, who would win? And they have to play by the rules of football, as they are currently, but they're animals or lightning or whatever the one in L.A. is. <laughs> 
That's a good question. I think probably the Patriots, because they have the power of the United States of America behind them. Am I wrong to think that the United States military could put a football <laughs> team together and squash yeah, anyone? If they're playing against a bunch of fucking bears, they can. Yeah, bears don't know how to catch footballs. Well, I don't know if that's 100% accurate, because I have and seen it's a lot illegal of to maul, it's illegal to maul people, so they would all get ejected. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good point. Like Isaiah Stewart. Right? Exactly. Exactly like Isaiah Stewart. Uh, okay, it's... The, oh, Thomas... It's difficult to separate the white-necked petrol from the Vanuatu petrol at sea. In America, we call it the Vanuatu gasoline. So, because of this, the IUCN has combined the two species to consider them vulnerable. Are you happy now making jokes? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I made jokes. At the bird's hopefully expense. We can get that, hopefully we can get that population back up. Yeah. Okay, so that's a bird... It lives in Fiji some of the time. It has a summer home in Fiji. (laughs) So let's talk about this travel council. Big travel council this week. Jeff explains the do or die twist. Um, What do you think of the do or die twist? Uh, I I like the do or die twist. I thought this was great. Okay. Uh, I thought it was very stupid, and I wish they wouldn't have done it. Or I wish well, it would have been I different. Think, I think I know why both of us feel the way we do, but I think even if it had not worked out in Deshaun's favor, I liked it. Mm. Liana says she sat out because she isn't good at challenges. I I love that uh, self-realization. Whatever. Danny and Deshaun made a plan if he succeeds. Erica doesn't want Deshaun to die. <laughs> I loved I loved Erica just turning to Deshaun and being like, I don't want you to die. Erica's winning yeah. this game. That was very nice. Um Ricard then explains his his, his previous move to Deshaun. Um this this was good. I feel like Ricard explained himself fairly well. And then Deshaun t- Yeah, this was a nice tribal council. Just everybody yeah, I, you know. Yeah. A lot, lot going on there. I think we're at a point in the game where, like, pretty much everybody. I mean, it's been this way for a while. Like, I like everybody on the show. I think everybody's acquitted themselves fairly well. Especially Heather. You love Heather, right? I, I don't have negative opinions about Heather. <laughs> sure. Got no problems there. Uh, Deshaun tears up talking about wanting to represent the black community. Uh, and they talk about how gameplay and morals have intersected. And then Jeff asks if the black players have this other thing because of where we are in the culture. I love how uh, Jeff has to be like as vague as possible. He's like, I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to fuck up any possible yeah. details. It, re- it reminds me of uh, Biden's uh, response to how many genders are being like at least three where it's like, look, I'm not going to fully put myself out there. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, Liana talks about being a black woman in 2020. Uh, (laughs) I loved Xander. Jeff eventually turned to Xander, and one of his lines was, I don't represent a people, which is a very funny line, because Xander does represent a people, and it's cool, chill bros. That's right. He's part of of the bro community. Um, 
Clearly, we are two white men, obviously, but um, my girlfriend is a black woman, and I asked her how, what her opinion was, and uh, while we were watching it, she was like, this was, like anything in Survivor, way overdone, but I appreciate yep. it. But I asked... It's a, yeah, that, that's how I feel about anything like this, is it's like a nice... I don't mind them having the conversation, it just is like, okay, they're... I think it was partially organic, and then I think that Jeff and the producers are very happy to be like, let's get this out there. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Uh, Ariel, my girlfriend, who is a black woman, uh, she said, being black is... I, I texted her this morning. I was like, what What do you want me to actually say? <laughs> and she said, being black is the most difficult and the greatest thing about my life. So that's on record from a person I am very into. Um not to brag, but I have a really cool girl. Yeah. That's a very beautiful sentiment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Danny mentions the necessity of allies, which was nice. <laughs> like, I love that uh, Jeff, like, turned to Danny and was like, what do you think of what Xander said? And Danny was just like, yeah, that's, that's important, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, it's like, why, like, I don't know why you need, I think basically anytime that they cut to a, uh, any of the, the, uh, non-black players talking about it, they were basically just like, don't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't talk to me about <laughs> this. This isn't about me. <laughs> I'm not inserting myself into this. I loved how Heather said, uh, that she has a lot more to learn and has a lot more questions to ask and had no idea that anything like this was happening. Like, where have you been, Heather? Wait, what are you talking, what the fuck are you talking about? Wait, racism exists? Since when? I thought we were done with that, but it sounds like I have uh, a lot to learn. Yeah. So racism is is still a thing, you're saying? I thought that was a thing in the 1950s when they only had black and white photographs. Uh, Jeff then sets up the do or die challenge. I did like <laughs> Deshaun being like, no, can we actually just talk some more? That was very funny. Was very I, I like that a lot. Um, so if... It's three boxes. It's the Monty Hall problem. Everybody's apparently favorite psychological problem. Are these People called psychological? People love talking about the Monty Hall problem. They do. I, I looked up Monty Hall problem on Google Trends, one of my favorite things to do. Uh, and it has uh, increased in searches in the last week or so. So isn't that interesting? <laughs> It's, it's back, baby. <laughs> the Monty, Monty Hall, Hall problem, problem is has returned. Back. Um, so here's the big thing. Everybody knows in the Monty Hall problem, when he takes one out, you're supposed to switch. Everybody knows. If you've ever watched the game show network, it's what you're supposed to do. Uh, but Deshaun sticks with the bun box he picked, and he was right to do so. He survives. Great, great stuff, you know? We love I loved, Deshaun. I loved how... Uh, much Jeff milked the tension of it and everyone else being really pissed about it. Yeah. Um, this was stupid. I hope we never see this again. I hate all of the bring little it back. art. No, things. bring it back. What? I said, bring it back. Oh, <laughs> I want it back. I want it. I, I think they should do it every season. Why? Cause it was fucking fun. It was a nice change of pace. Hmm. Okay. I I don't like how much of a game of chance it was. I wish it had been like you have 60 seconds to build a fire or something like that. If you don't get it done, you're out. You know, this is 
just random. I don't, I like don't know. That. I think I think the the way that they did it, where they open one of the boxes he didn't choose first, and then he has the chance to switch. I think makes it. Uh, I thought that was fun. Yeah, they love to do these mental gymnastics. They make them do the mental gymnastics, and it's, I'll agree, it is fun to watch. It's a lot more fun you to watch. Call him, you should call him Jeff Lennon because he's playing mind games. Mind games is a John Lennon song. Okay, thank you. Um, did you watch, did you watch that Beatles documentary? I have not watched the. I did not watch the Beatles documentary last night. Mm. Yeah, you have to pay a hundred thousand dollars a month for us to talk about that. Actually, <laughs> yeah. uh, so Deshaun, just get back. It's called just get back. <laughs> and we just talked about that one scene. We'll talk about, he's talking the, about. We'll talk about. We'll talk about ten minute chunks of the of the six hour documentary. Oh, is it only six hours? Episode. I heard it was eight hours. Okay, well, we'll talk. We'll still, regardless of whether it is six or eight hours, we will talk about it ten minutes at a time. Yeah, I think that's a great plan. Deshaun correctly picks the Monty Hall problem. He he gets the flame, puts a flame in the skull. Yeah, as we all know, fire represents your life, which is crazy, Thomas. I've been thinking about this a lot recently. In real life, not Survivor, water represents life. Yeah, and fire represents ouch. And fire represents ouch. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> what is it? Jeff's like, touch the stove. Fire represents genocide. It won't hurt. Avatar it represents your life. Um, so that's interesting. But I guess you can't like carry a jug of water around. And then what? Like Jeff pours out the jug of water at the end. That's what if not you open the What if you open the box and a bunch of water comes out of it? <laughs> It's like that. They have water and fire, and you open the firebox, and there's fire in the box. What if when Paul? What if when Paul had to put his hand in that box in Dune, and if you put it in, it was just a bunch of water. (laughs) He's like, "What's in here?" It's just water. If it was me, and I put my hand in that box, and it hurt, I'd go, "Yeah!" And I'd pull it out (laughs) and immediately die. (laughs) No likey. Ow! He's like sucking on his finger, and he immediately dies. <laughs> Why'd you do that? Ow! <laughs> yeah, the box that. gives you the box gives you the pain of hitting your thumb with a hammer, trying to uh, hammer a nail into something. I would love all of the setup of Dune, uh, and it's just like just as self serious and like beautiful and everything, but then. Paul just like fails the first test and the movie's over in 20 minutes. <laughs> they light a fire under Paul's butt and he shoots up into the air. <laughs> it's good. Dune 2, uh, you know, there's it's coming out eventually. Um, why don't they call it Tune? And you could do all the cartoony stuff you're talking about. Dune Eternal. That's That's the second Dune movie. Is that what they're really calling it? No, oh. there's a game called Do- there is a Doom sequel called Doom Eternal. Okay, I'm not a nerd. I don't play video games. I only play tabletop role playing games. Yeah. Oh, that was a conversation before we started the episode. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, a classic inside joke. Classic inside joke. Uh, the difference between board games and tabletop role playing games and game shows on the TV like Survivor. So Deshaun is. Do you safe. think they're going to make a Doom uh, Monopoly? Do you think they're? I'm make sure a Dune they Monopoly? already have. <laughs> Let's look it up. I want to build a hotel on Arrakis. <laughs> Have you played Monopoly Deal? Speaking of Monopoly, uh, 
I'm so, I didn't hear the question. I was too busy thinking about Dune. Oh, uh, Dune Monopoly. Oh, that's not. <laughs> that's just what I'm Googling. <laughs> that's not a question. <laughs> um, Monopoly Deal, excuse me. Have you played this game? I have not played Monopoly Deal. Is it a Donald Trump-themed Monopoly? It's a Donald Trump-themed Monopoly, that's right. Uh, so, there is not a Dune Monopoly game, but there is Dune Imperium, which is a Dune-inspired board game. Don't know anything about it. There's also a Monopoly Animal Crossing. Did you see me post on Twitter yesterday? Oh, there's a Dune Skyrim. Nope, a Skyrim Monopoly. Um, there is a... Target-branded Monopoly game. and the, oh, I love that. The, <laughs> I love that for me. Target Monopoly. Come on. Let's the, go. One of the spaces, I, I didn't look much at it, but one of the spaces is shampoo. You know how you can get shampoo I'm, I'm, at Target? I'm, I'm, yeah, and you can, I, I'm always building houses on shampoo. <laughs> Monopoly longest game ever. What? Monopoly needs to stop. Anyway, um, Ricard gets three votes and Liana gets five votes. I was pretty upset to see Liana get ousted in this way. Were you happy to see it? I'm sure you were because you love to beat me in points. Uh, I was disappointed that... I would say I was more disappointed that they uh, Erica did not take a shot at Ricard. Mm-hmm. But I was immediately after getting over that disappointment absolutely elated at what this means for me. Down the stretch in our little game. Our little game called Points. Um, Okay, well, before the points, do you want to hear about Ponderosa? I would love to hear about Ponderosa. That was one of the things that that Liana said in her closing, uh, you know, little talking head. She was like, I can't wait to go eat. Yeah. Uh, So they didn't release Shan's last week because it was Thanksgiving, so they did this week. Shan lost. Oh, do you have any guesses how much weight Shan lost? I'm going to say Shen lost 15 pounds. Shen lost 11 pounds. Okay, that was pretty close. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it is Price's Right rules, uh, so you were wrong. Uh, she reveals to the others uh, as they're all eating together that she has MS, so that was her big secret. She reveals it like it was like it's some big secret, but I don't know. Uh, looks like she got some sort of pasta and chicken dish. Here's the thing. They're, they're, they're slacking on the Ponderosa, because they used to, every single episode, do the scene where they give the menu to the person in the boat over to Ponderosa, and they'd be like, ooh, I'm going to get filet mignon, or a pizza pie, you know? Uh, but they have, they didn't do that for Shans, and they didn't do it for whoever the last person was, uh, so I'm pretty upset about that. Uh, she calls her games, in the she calls her effort in the game Valiant, and then they write and perform a survivor shanty. You know, like a sea shanty? Ah, okay. Remember when that was a thing on your favorite uh, social media? TikTok. Yeah. Uh, so that was probably filmed right around when that was big. Oh, uh, on Liana's episode, she asks Dr. Ray, oh, by the way, Dr. Joe, gone. We've got Dr. Ray now. Liana asks it's all doc- about Dr. Ray. Doc- Dr. Joe who? I only know Dr. Ray. She asked Dr. Ray if she smells better than the other players, and she says, I'm not allowed to comment on the other players. <laughs> yeah, they'll fire me if I say that. How much weight do you think Liana lost? 
Uh, I'm going to say five pounds. I'm going to have to ask you to try at least three times harder. Uh, eight pounds. No, god damn it, no. Fifteen pounds. Closer, try a little harder. Uh, Sixteen pounds. A little harder. <laughs> seventeen pounds. She lost seventeen pounds. Congratulations, crazy. you got that one that's right. That's my favorite. That's, that's the sequel to the Will Smith movie, Seven Pounds. <laughs> uh, so, Liana got... Chicken wings, pizza, fries, burger, chocolate. I think I saw some carrot cake as well. Um, she Damn, ate a lot. They that had sounds a good whole as hell. scene of just how much Liana was eating, and like every other person in Ponderosa commenting on it. It's good. It was good shit. Um, the other women in Ponderosa tell Liana to not Xander herself in real life. Uh, that was funny. You know what they mean when they say that. What do they what do they mean? Like don't fixate on a man like that. Okay. Just saying, what if, you know, what if we saw it happen? Maybe in Ponderosa, maybe in the next episode. Yeah. Ponderosa. Get Xander out. It would we'll be find so out. stupid if Xander went out next episode. He has an idol. Yeah. <laughs> he can well, you know what? Final five. He can, but what if he didn't? Yeah, good point. Uh, she, Evie, and Tiffany then go throwing coconuts into the ocean to relieve tension, and then she reads a poem she wrote. So, that's that's some good shit. Sound, sounds like it. Okay, we're uh, we're into your least favorite segment. This is a segment you always zone out during. Uh, it's called Voting Percentages uh, until we come up with a fun name. Danny has decreased his percentage by 10%. He has voted correctly twice at his five tribal councils. Xander, however, bumped up three. No, 10%. Three of seven correct votes. <laughs> Deshaun Xander has, is controlling the game. <laughs> Deshaun has three of five correct votes. Erica has four of five correct votes. Ricard has eight of nine correct votes. And with 100% of the vote correct, Heather is still coming in strong. So I think that is more, I think that is impressive, but I really do think that's more just the fact that Heather has been floating through this entire game. Wow. Wow, she could say I don't think that she is that she has Heather has not been behind Heather has not been behind a single move this uh, entire season. But she's been a part of every single vote out, which tells me she's talking to the right people. She knows what it does, but she's not. But she's not controlling anything. Who says it's all about control? Who are you, Boston? Well, if you want to, if you want to win, it is. Wow. I think that's all you have to say. If at tribal council she says I voted correctly every time, all you got to say is, "Were you driving those moves? How many of those moves did you orchestrate?" And the answer is zero. Yeah, people don't seem to actually like Heather. I'm not worried about her uh, winning anything. (sighs) No, she is a classic goat. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about these points now. So, do you remember what you wished for last week? What did I wish for last week? I think I was, I've been very good, so Santa, I'm sure, brought me uh, a lot of presents. We last week had 27 points each, and you said, oh, I want you to have 27 Oh, I want to beat you 42 to 27. I want you to beat, I want to beat you 42 to 27, just like Michigan beat the Buckeyes. Uh, so I said, ah, ha, ha, that will never happen, because of course, That'd be Leon's so funny. Survive. It'd be so funny if it happened, but it would never happen. So Liana got voted out. She was the person I picked at the merge, so I got no point for that. Deshaun did, and he did not die. So 
got a point for that. I was worried they were, Jeff was going to shoot him, and then <laughs> I wasn't going to get any more points. Uh, Danny won immunity, so got a point for that. Uh, there was no reward, so no points for that. Xander not voted out, so no points for that. No, no product placement challenges yet, so no points for that. You now have 29 points. I have 27 points. Oh, you know what, Jake? I think this was fated to be because you know what the uh, the score of that Lions game I gave you that update was? Mm, or mm-hmm. on was? It was uh, 29-27 Lions. That's great. I'm, I, I'm so happy to hear that. I think what you can say is I'm the Detroit Lions of predicting survivor outcomes. So how about you just sit with that for a second? <laughs> okay, well, then I'm the Cleveland Browns of predicting survivor <laughs> yeah. outcomes. Oh, you think you're bad? <laughs> oh, you went 0-16? Let me go 0-17. You don't know what bad is. Yeah. Bad to the bone. Um, just like Jeff Probst. Who is going to win the next reward? Or go on the next reward? Participate in uh, the next reward? I'm going to say that Erica is going to go on the reward. I would love that. I will say... Xander. Oh, that's who I said last week. Whatever. Uh, who? What's the reward going to be? Uh, I think that they are going to eat some delicious fried chicken. Ooh. I'm going to stick with my guess from last week and say a shower. They didn't do it last week. I mean, you know, a shower in the late They games. are at that point. Oh, you know what? I'm going to say spa day. They haven't done a spa day yet, have they? <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't think so. I would love if they only got a shower at camp, you know, like they used to do in the old school yeah. seasons and they didn't get the spa yep. day. <laughs> That'd be very funny. Who's going to win immunity? I guess, yeah. I w- no, I'll, st- I'll stick with fried chicken, because Spot A is basically copying you, so I'm not going to do that. Thank you. Don't copy me. You can copy my work, but, like, make it look like your own. Yeah, I have to rephrase it. Yeah. Who's winning an immunity? Uh, I'm going to say Danny makes it two weeks in a row. Wow, double trouble. I'm going to say Deshaun. I feel that like, would be interesting narratively. Uh, yeah. Who's getting voted out? I am going to hedge my bets here. Oh. I'm going to say that Deshaun gets voted out. Wow. Because then I'll get points for it either way. Smart move. I know I've said it the last two weeks, but I really feel like it's happening this week. I think it's going to be Ricard. I I could see it. I don't see why they wouldn't at this point. Yeah, they got to make that move at some point. You talk about controlling the game. Ricard has been there the whole time. Um, okay, we're still waiting on Pizza Hut or Outback Steakhouse. I feel like it's not happening if it hasn't happened yet. Or maybe in yeah. the finale it will. I don't know. What if, what if they, they, had a, uh, they had a brunch? You know, they had the, the breakfast for the, uh, the final three. And it was catered by Pizza Hut now back steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Steak, pizza, bloomin' onions. Yeah. That sounds really good. Garlic actually. bread. Mm, I would love it. I to be honest, I never loved Outback Steakhouse as a kid, um, because I don't care for steak, you know. Um, but I did like to go there a lot because I loved the bloomin' onion. Like Bloomin' Onion is very good. Even before I knew what it was, I was like, that's a really fun concept for a food. I want to eat it. It's like elephant ears, you know? First time I learned about elephant ears, I was like, whoa, 
Well, we yeah, try that, that sounds good. Yeah. Speaking of things that are fun and I like, Thomas, did you watch the challenge Spies, Lies, and Allies last night? How is that show still going? Oh, It feels like it's been going on forever. We're almost to the finale. So they did a challenge where they had to transfer some top secret tubes between two platforms while the other teams would swing bombs at them. So That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it was actually. Uh, CT was the only person on his team to complete this challenge. Uh, the Ruby Cell, as always, did poorly. The Emerald Cell tied CT's Sapphire Cell. But CT was faster, so the Sapphire Cell won. They sent Emmanuel and to the elimination, and he called out Logan, both of whom are from their respective survivors. But they're from two different countries in Europe. Isn't that interesting and fun? That's pretty crazy. Uh, and then they had to jump over a rocket and flip over a lever, a lever, and then they had to jump back over the rocket and do the same thing on the other side within 15 seconds, and whoever could not complete it within the given time would lose. It was actually a really cool challenge. They would just keep hopping over this little thing, and then at one point, Logan tripped, and he wasn't able to make it back to the lever in time, so he lost. So pretty. That good. sounds pretty. Uh, pretty good. Sounds pretty crazy. So everybody, survivor, they could learn a thing or two from this kind of challenge. Mm-hmm. So everybody's expecting the final, but then TJ tells them there is going to be two more eliminations that night before the final. So there you go. That's that's the final. There's three teams still. The end. Thomas, what's your Twitter? People want to talk to you about football or basketball or Survivor or uh, indie music from the 2000s. You could follow me at TomNotTom. Or what are some other things you tweet about? Uh, Yeah, I feel like it's mostly that. Um, I I tweeted about, I saw House of Gucci with a mutual friend of ours, and I tweeted Hmm. about that. It was okay. Okay. It was okay. Yeah. That's good. Um, I watched um, Friday on Friday. Um, so I saw that movie now. Uh, and I, I watched The Mask on Saturday. Fun fact, but these movies they have in common, other than both being released in the mid-90s and me not having seen them before this weekend, uh, I fell asleep during both of them. Jake, what was the last movie that you did not fall asleep <laughs> watching? I'm dying to know, because I know you fell asleep during Dune. You told me that. Okay. Well, I rewatched Dune on HBO Max uh, in 20 to 40 minute increments before work every day. So Yeah, okay. That I, doesn't count. I'm saying a movie that you sat through the whole movie at once and did not fall asleep. Um, uh, that's a really good question. <laughs> I could I could not tell you i'm more of a tv guy actually (laughs) what is it just me or can you sit through like four hours of a tv program but you're out after like a three second movie i can't i'm the opposite i can't remember the last uh movie that i fell asleep during but i have fallen asleep watching tv many times so yeah it's really easy to fall asleep to be honest fell asleep watching uh watching Bosch recently. I fell asleep watching... Actually, you know what? I, I think I, w- I was going to 
put on the next episode of Cowboy Bebop and did not. The mm. anime, not the not the remake. Yeah. Um, so I did not fall asleep technically during that. I I chose. I elected not to. Um. Yeah. So maybe like Big Fish in like 2003. <laughs> okay. So it's been a little while. It's been a little while. But like, your boy loves his sleep. You know. I'm a sleepy baby boy. You just the whole thing with watching a movie is you're very comfortable whenever you're doing it. So yeah. sometimes you're just a little too comfortable, and then you're asleep. Yeah, that's why I'm never watching a movie in your parents' basement ever again. Because I fell asleep that one time watching that Taylor Lautner movie. That's another movie oh, I fell yeah. asleep during. Wait, what movie was that? Uh, Captured or something like that. Oh yeah, what was that one called? I don't even. I barely even remember watching that one. But I just remember him being on the roof of a car. Where they had the. Where they had the like. What would you look like? Like what would this uh, missing child look like at this age? And it was like a bad. Yeah, abducted, and it was like a bad milk carton thing of Taylor Lautner. Yeah, so we never have to watch that movie again. So boring. I fell asleep. Uh, <laughs> so funny, I forgot to laugh, Taylor Lautner. Um, no, probably Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, when I was visiting my folks at one point, Newcomers, that podcast, was doing Lord of the Rings at the time. And I was like, oh, I haven't watched this the first one in a while. Let me do that. Didn't fall asleep during that. Watched it in the middle of the afternoon. And now that I'm just realizing... I'm just just re- remembering it it might have been over the course of a couple days also anyway you can follow us on twitter at dywsln or on instagram at the only survivor podcast we have a few shows on patreon um you can find it at patreon.com slash just podcast we've mentioned them throughout the show um here's the thing though thomas i realized this week I really hope that people don't subscribe to anything beyond just Joey, because I don't want to do more than one of these shows. You know, you know, okay. you know what I'm saying? I, I, don't, I, th- I think I like the idea of making money, but I'm sorry that you don't have that hustle mindset. Well, once again, uh, Thomas loves money, and I love sleep. Do you think you love money or I love sleep more? Uh, well, I think that we could have maybe a $50,000 a month show where we talk about that. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. Uh, did you sleep last night? Honestly, great title for a show. And then we just talk about our dreams. Holy shit, Thomas, this is such a good idea for a podcast. Did you sleep last night? 50000 a month, we talk about our dreams and whether or not... <laughs> There's one thing I know about uh, talking about your dreams. Uh, people... Uh, like it so much that they would pay money for it. Yeah, not just money, but fifty thousand cold ones dollars. Uh, should we thank the fans here, or did we do that already? Uh, well, I I already thank the listeners, but I'll thank them again. Okay, I still call you fans. Uh, if you want to, no, be, they aren't. They know how they can be one. If you want to be a four star fan, it's on the Insta- It's on what's it called? Patreon. No, you're not a four-star fan. You are electing not to be a fan also if you do that. The, 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 the tier is called four-star fan. Four. <laughs> <laughs> the tier is called four-score and seven survivors okay. ago. So they're like, that's they're funny. like fake. That's, that's how we designate that they're like fake friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, that's it. Uh, what, what? Review should they leave on Apple Podcasts if they're an Apple Podcast subscriber? 
same one as usual. Uh, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all of the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. And if you listen on Spotify and we're your Spotify wrapped top podcast, that's great. We love that. Uh, you don't get special treatment, but we do appreciate that. Yeah, it does. It pleases us. It pleases us. Um, send us screenshots. Thomas, what's your top um, song of the year? Jake, my top song of the year was Saturday by the band Real Estate. Uh, my top band of the year was also the band Real Estate. That's, that's really cool. Mine was The Melting of the Sun by St. Vincent. Um, Didn't like that album very much. That's fine. I was actually uh, the top 1.1% of St. Vincent listeners this year, so... Damn, seems like not not many other people liked it either. Well, off that. here's the thing. I did, and also it reminded me that I like a lot of her other stuff, too. So, joke's on you, actually, because I like I think she needs music. to. I think she needs to dick Jack... Not, not dick Jack Antonoff. I think she needs to ditch Jack Antonoff and get uh, another producer. Oh, what? You want to do it? No. Who, who get Steve Albini. Okay. Um, one of my, the last song of my top songs is Should I Stay or Should I Go by The Clash? Um, let me see, let me see what my number 100 song of this year was. I also have on here The Sound of Sunshine by Michael Ferranti and Spearhead. It's a good song. you'd better believe that it is Here I Go by Too Mellow off Memories of Tokyo Toe, which is a Jet Grind Radio inspired instrumental soundtrack that's good um i was in the 97th percentile of spotify users isn't that exciting i was in the 100th percentile i'm actually the number one spotify user fuck i worked so hard to be top spotify guy this year sorry buddy stop did you have one of those did you have one of those bumpers where an artist is like, hey, thanks for listening to me in your playlist? No. I did see a few artists, though, like retweet people doing that, like screenshotting, like, oh, this was my top artist. And I felt that was very cringe. I was like, if anybody ever did that, I would not acknowledge it. <laughs> I would give yeah, it one I like from the podcast Twitter. I, I, don't like, I don't like that it's in there. I have one, and it's for Dua Lipa, because Don't Stop Now was, I think, like my number nine song that yeah. I listened to. So, hey, here's perfect my, song. Here's my hot take on Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. What? Uh, new rules. Pff, at this point, they're old rules. Because that song's kind of old now. It's a few years oh, old. Oh, okay. I didn't know, I didn't know what I, you were talking about there. I was too busy thinking about future nostalgia. I don't know what that is. That's the album that has Don't Start Now on there. I think I said Don't Stop Now earlier. That would have been another joke that you could have made. Um, yeah, that's a Fleetwood Mac song, I think. Or Journey, Don't Stop Believing. That's another song. What if... Anyway. Do you think Don't Stop Believing is on anyone's top 100 Spotify plays this year? I'm going to say it's probably on a lot of people's top 100. Yeah, probably because it's a great song. Um, I love to listen to that song every... Summer, Ugh, I don't know. Born and raised in South Detroit. That's the part that, that they like to do at Red Wings games. It's oh, definitely not fun. annoying. I like when they throw the octopus on the ice and the octopus sings yeah, that song. That part's, that part's pretty cool. And the octopus sings Born and Raised in South Detroit. Yeah. Um, here's what I'm thinking. When are they going to do Finding Nemo's Dad? 
what is, what does Albert Brooks have to do with this? Are they going to throw Albert Brooks out onto the ice? Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, just to promote the movie, they did Finding Dory. They did Finding Nemo before that. Third character in those movies is Nemo's dad. I don't remember his name. But the what if, you know? They did Toy Story 3. They did Cars 3. Why not Finding Nemo 3? It's better than... Anyway, do you want to end the show now? Yeah, you're the one that is not allowing the show to end. So you fucking do it. Okay, Thomas. Well, here's this. Have a great summer. Deuces. The faster we're falling, we're stopping and stalling. We're running in circles again. Just as things were looking up, you said it wasn't good enough. But still, we're trying one more time. Maybe we're just trying too hard. When really it's closer than it is too far. Cause I'm in too deep and I'm trying to twenties and other dies uh, from the Dungeons That's, and Dragons. I, I, I don't know what that is. I'm not a nerd like you. Well, okay. Well, I'll have you know. I'm, I'm fucking. I'm too fucking cool. That's why I don't like TikTok, and that's why I definitely have never played any tabletop games. I don't know what kind yeah. of dice can use. Very lame. Uh, the only Dungeons and Dragons games I've actually played is uh, Monopoly Dungeons and Dragons. Yep, that's a real thing I saw on oh, the internet. Oh god, that sounds horrible. Dungeons and Dragons themed Monopoly. Uh, like the cheapest ones, like the cheapest properties were like kobolds and goblins. <laughs> That would be a great gift to get someone who's really into like more complex board games and tabletop gaming. Just like I heard that you like Dungeons and Dragons, so I got you this. This is what you like, right? This is what, yeah. This is for yeah. I don't understand what you're complaining this about. This is the game it says you're Dungeons talking about. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> it says Dungeons and Dragons right on the box. It's got a dungeon on it and a dragon. I can't imagine yeah. what else. And it's got Mr. Monopoly. What more do you want? The board game guy. You said you like board games. Yeah. This is the most classic board Sorry game. Sorry that. <laughs> I'm sorry that you lied to me and you said that you like board games and Dungeons and Dragons, but I give you a Dungeons and Dragons board game and all of a sudden I'm the bad guy. Sorry, I don't understand what tabletop role-playing games are. You told me it was kind of like board gaming. Should I have gotten you Risk Dungeons and Dragons? I don't even know how that game would work. I would play Risk Dungeons and Dragons, though. Here's the thing about Dungeons and Dragons. That would be insane. That would take that would take like ten like that would take longer than a campaign like an actual D and D campaign. Here's my hot play. take on Dungeons and Dragons. Too hard to say. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, a lot come of on. hard a lot of hard consonants in that. D and D, easy, good. Contentious. Classic, you know, that's, uh, you know, it's, it's like get back, you know, everyone, just that kind of tension in the, uh, in the recording booth, you know, you just get gold out of it, you know, pressure makes diamonds. Smarten up, probes. <laughs>